Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. One in St. Louis. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler with Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker, and St. Louis native Joan Neeson has a fantastic seven-part podcast series coming out. It drops tomorrow, and it's about the 1998 home run chase between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Joan, as we mentioned, a native of St. Louis, former SI writer, and now doing great work with Religion of Sports, is on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Joan, good morning. Thanks for taking some time with us this morning. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. I want to start with this because uh, every person, whether they were in St. Louis or not, every person that's from St. Louis has a memory or strong memories of that 1998 home run chase. Before you started this, what was your favorite part of 1998? Oh, my gosh. It's hard to isolate one moment, I think. Um, I I was 10, and I'd always kind of liked baseball like I got to go to Ozzy Smith's last game before he retired and I had some cool kind of baseball memories but that was a summer that I just totally became obsessed with baseball so for me it's just like a sort of montage of sort of sitting in front of the tv watching this and being like borderline obsessed with what was going on. (laughs) Joan you obviously lived through this moment in baseball history you're someone who's covered the league for a long time so you probably know a, a lot about this from a reporter standpoint who's someone that you interviewed throughout this process that told you something new a new piece of information about that home run chase? Yeah so one of our goals for this podcast was to talk to, you know, as many people on the periphery as possible. And the podcast sort of went beyond the home run chase as well, looking at sort of the steroid era and what came next um, and talked to some really interesting people on that sort of side of things. But as for the chase itself, we talked to um, Steve Wilstein, who was the Associated Press reporter who broke the story that Mark McGuire had Anderstein Dione, um, a sort of legal supplement that was maybe a steroid precursor in his locker. And um, we got to talk to Steve, my producer and I, about just what it was like breaking that news at a time when, you know, everyone only wanted to see one side of the story. And, you know, there was this other side potentially. And Steve was really sort of villainized as someone who wanted to take down the home run chase. And, um, you know, I don't think that's what he was at all. He loved baseball. He was having a blast covering it. And he just happened to see something. And his story is really, really interesting. And it'll be in episode two. It strikes me, Joan, as you you tell us that that was pre-social media. Can you imagine what it would have been like with social media, with everything that was going on then, if if he would have reported the story that way? He and I talked about that a bit, and I don't think he's ever really been on social media, but he was saying, you know, I think about the fact that, you know, this was then, and the worst that was happening was, you know, he would turn on sports talk radio and people would be talking about him, but he was like, I could turn it off. And you can't turn off social media. I mean, I guess you could just not look at your phone, but none of us do. So I think it would have been a a lot. (laughs) 
Oh, absolutely. So, Joan, I want to know about this process. What made you want to do this podcast, and how long did it take you to complete? Yeah, um, it took a long time. Um, so the sort of origin story is after I was laid off by SI in their big round of layoffs when they were sold about a year and a half ago, and um, as I was looking for a job, um, Religion of Sports, this, this company that I'm working for, was also trying to launch an audio storytelling department. And they reached out to me and a couple of my coworkers who'd also been laid off and asked if we were interested. And I started having conversations. And actually, the the guy who sort of is spearheading the whole audio department at Religion of Sports already had, like, the very beginnings of an idea for a podcast about the steroid era in baseball. And he said, you know, I know just from social media, I guess he follows me on Twitter and sees that I tweet a lot about the Cardinals. Um, He was like, I know that you probably have a personal connection to this. Um, is there anywhere you'd want to go with this topic? And I said, this is really interesting to me as someone who, you know, fell in love with baseball during the home run race and, you know, just then had a lot of feelings watching sort of the steroid era unfold. I I would love to. And so when I got involved, we sort of skewed, we made the home run race and Mark McGuire sort of the entry point to this story because it made sense for me Um, as sort of my sort of journey as someone coming to sports. I think I became a sports writer because I, I loved watching that summer so much. So it was sort of a confluence of forces where I didn't come up with the original sort of seed of the idea. But then once I got in my head that I was working on a podcast about the steroid era in baseball, it it really went kind of St. Louis heavy, I would say. Joan, you mentioned that you fell in love with baseball during this time. From a personal perspective, what was your reaction when you found out that steroids played a part in this magical moment in your sports life? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great question. And I, you know, I was when McGuire sort of went and testified in front of Congress and that was sort of like the moment in 2005 where a lot of people realized, okay, like he's, he, he, he used steroids, even though he didn't admit it that day, it took him a few more years, but I was 17 and honestly probably concerned with other things at the time. And <laughs> frankly concerned with like how good the Cardinals were then too. I think, you know, for me, I'd moved on in a big way. And so it never like really bothered me that, okay, you know, I fell in love with baseball at this moment that was somewhat fraught. At the time, I think in retrospect, I've had a lot of like, wow, you know, what was, I was just sort of bought in. But of course, I was 10. I was a kid. Whatever. Everyone was bought in. But I, I think I worked through some of those feelings in the podcast, too, about how we can, people who are, who, who love baseball, whether it's, you know, as a reporter or as a fan, um, how we can sort of take that knowledge of a lot of us really fell in love with the sport or really got engaged with the sport um, at a time when a lot of guys were using And, you know, that's okay. It doesn't mean that we're like bad baseball people or bad fans. Um, It's just a fact of the sport. And, you know, for me, I still think I really cherish some of those memories of 1998 and what McGuire brought to St. Louis. And I, I think that's okay. I don't think it has to be, oh, he used steroids and therefore I can't feel feelings about that. I'm glad you said that because I've always found that it would be very difficult for me to retroactively change my feelings of a time. And I still say, Joan, that my favorite event that I've been at, and I was at a Rams winning a Super Bowl and uh, a lot of big events that happened here in St. Louis. But number 62 was my favorite event of all time. And when people say to me, oh, well, no, that that wasn't fun anymore. I say, well, it's kind of like saying that you got divorced and so you didn't have fun on your wedding day. You know, how can you retroactively change the way you felt at a time? Yeah. You know, what's really funny is I interviewed Frank Cusimano for the podcast as someone who was kind of there in a media capacity on the ground that night. And he said basically the same thing you just said about, you know, it's like he said, looking at pictures of, of 62 and of that season is kind of like looking at pictures of a wedding where you got divorced, but you still feel really good feelings and you had a good time at that wedding. And I thought that was such an apt metaphor. And we actually, he says that on the podcast in the first episode, not to spoil it. 
but um but yeah it, it's I agree it's like you have to take those feelings for what they were and for me also it it was all about Mark McGuire sure I was a huge fan of Mark McGuire but it was about what this did for St. Louis and for the Cardinals and for all these things that really mean a lot to me as someone from St. Louis and you know it was still a great thing for St. Louis and I don't think anything can change that for me. Joan, we have a tendency, reasonably so, to focus on McGuire and Bonds and Sosa and and Roger Clemens. But Ken Caminiti said at one time at least 50% of players were using steroids. As you went through this process and learned what you've learned, do you think the playing field that McGuire and Sosa were playing on, if indeed, well, Sosa still denies that he used, but let's just assume that he was, but... Was that playing field a little more level than we might have thought it was because so many people might have been using? I think it, I think it definitely was. I think that's a and that's a big part of our discussion. Um, in our third episode, which is my favorite episode of the show, we actually talked to two pitchers who use steroids. They are not celebrity level players. They were guys. One of them made it to the majors. The other one never made it past AAA. He was actually in the Cardinal system, and. Both of them decided to use for different reasons, but the one in the Cardinal system, his name is Jeremy Cummings, and um, he talks about how he held out and held out using and just watched everyone around him who he had better stuff than make it to the majors. And eventually at the last minute, he decided, you know, I'm going to use, I've got to do this for my, from, you know, the sake of my wallet, the sake of my career. And he ended up testing positive. This was a little late in the game to use steroids. But the whole message of that episode is that these incentives were so perverse and use was so widespread that I think a lot of these guys felt like they had to use and they felt like if they didn't, the playing field was, you know, tilted against them. So it's a, it's a tough thing to sort of tease apart. Jonah, I love the name crushed because it has such a double meaning (laughs) about that home run chase, doesn't it? It does. You know, I am, I'm, I'm a writer and writers don't write their own headlines and I've never been good when my editors ask me for help with a headline and Crush is the only good name of anything I've ever come up with. We had some placeholder names, and it came to me one day, and I texted my producer, and I was like, I actually have an idea. And it was the most shocking thing that's ever happened in my career, potentially, <laughs> that I came up with it. Um, but, yeah, that was the goal, sort of that double meaning of, you know, how it feels in retrospect and also just the home run, those balls being, you know, crushed out of the ballpark. <laughs> A couple more quick things. Number one, where can people find the podcast when it drops tomorrow? Yeah, so the podcast is going to be wherever you get podcasts. Um, This is all very new to me, but it's, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, whatever you use, it'll be there um, in a feed. It'll be listed under Religion of Sports, which is the company that I'm working for that's produced the podcast um, and is launching this new audio department with more podcasts to come. And then also PRX is distributing it. Um, So those are kind of the names to look for if you're seeing a bunch of podcasts with the word crushed in the name. Religion of Sports and PRX, that'll be ours. And finally, Religion of Sports, co-founded by Gotham Chopra, Tom Brady, and Michael Strahan. Now, I got Tom Brady's cell phone number, but he hasn't <laughs> responded to me. Do, do, you, do you have it, too? I do not. I do not. Um, it's on I Instagram, think... so you can find it there. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he gave his cell um, yeah, they... Instagram. That's so funny. No, they, they are really supportive of the company, and... Um... But, yeah, not not super involved in the editorial process. (laughs) We don't have a direct line. Well, we're excited for you because this is, as you've said, this is new media. And there are things that you can do with podcasts that you just can't do on the radio or you couldn't do in SI that that are just so broad-based and you can cover so much ground. It had to be a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I'm really excited for people to get a chance to listen. 
All right, Joan, thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Good luck with the podcast, and hopefully as this Cardinal season unfolds this summer, we can reconnect. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too, Joan. Joan Neeson of the podcast Crushed, which drops tomorrow. With the holidays quickly approaching, you know you've got a lot of people to gift. But there's no need to stress because Nike can help you find everything they'll want. Whether you're shopping for family and friends, kids and coworkers, or whoever, no matter how many workout warriors, rookie parents, or yoga legging lovers you need gifts for, Nike knows exactly what they'll want and they'll help you find it. Secure the greatest gifts for everyone on your list at your local Nike store. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.